Hello everybody, my name is Tina and I am a certified life coach. Welcome back to the Pursuit of Confidence podcast. Let's get to it. Hi everyone. Today I'm going to talk about the life of being a mom to a special needs child. Now I have shed a bit of light on how my life was raising my daughter in the past and um, how hard that was and everything that I worked through and everything that I did in order to get us here in previous episodes. But I just wanted to cover a little bit more of it today. So whether the woman is married or not, it seems as though we find it a bit hard to share in what we as mothers go through as a parent to a special needs child. There's the loneliness, there's the guilt, there's the sadness, there's the overcompensating, there's the constant doing and taking care of chores and doctor appointments and therapies. And then there's taking care of the child itself. Now let's just get a little insight around like doctor's appointments and therapies and stuff. Like getting our kids to those appointments and sitting there and waiting and trying to take care of them. All the while having the dread in your stomach about what's going on. Like what's working, what's not working. Uh, what are the doctors going to say? What are they going to prescribe now? What are they going to have us doing next? What next appointment? What next specialist? All these things, there's, it's just no small feat. And then the guilt sets in because we blame ourselves for what we perceive as our, our lack of progress or we perceive it as a lack of progress for our child or, or we perceive it as some kind of downfall that we're doing all of this, or our child is going through all of that. We get sad of all these preconceived notions of uh, their lost life or our lost life. We feel lonely in our lives because we get scared to talk about the struggles or we think that no one understands. When we ask for a break from like the cares and all of our duties, we feel like we're putting a burden on someone else. There have been so many occasions where I've gotten a helping hand, but it made me feel like I was slacking or that I was being a bother. And nobody ever told me that they were bothered. Nobody ever told me that they were feeling burdened because I asked them for help. Nobody ever made it seem like it was a problem to help me. I just attached those thoughts and those motives to them helping me. Um, one time somebody offered my daughter a brand new bag and I took it as they thought that I couldn't take care of her, that I couldn't buy her her own bag or that I was lacking in some kind of mothering because she didn't have a new bag, things like that. And it's, and it's weird because like that's a reflection of me. That wasn't a reflection of this other person's love and kindness towards my daughter. I just took it as something because that was my thought about how I was showing up as a parent. That's that that was that was on me. That wasn't on them. And so it's like when other people don't voluntarily offer what we think they should be doing, we hold it against them instead of just saying, "Hey, I could use a helping hand." Hey, I could use a little off time here. And people are usually more than willing to help out and give a helping hand. We just have to be willing to accept the helping hand with no bad motives attached to them helping us. When my daughter was in her early on school, 
I met so many other parents that had special needs children, but I distanced myself from them. They were all married and stay-at-home moms, or they worked part-time. They had different economic standings than I did. They looked nice. They looked healthy. They had more than one child. And I used all of their circumstances against them. I used them as a defining mark that they would have no idea how to relate to me. I didn't even give them a chance. I didn't allow them to be caring individuals because I automatically thought that they could never see how hard things are for me. And in turn, I didn't ever get to know them and their stories. I didn't give myself a chance to get past all of the exterior and find out who they were as human beings. I lost out on the chance to bond and to, pen to potentially make a lifelong friendship. And I think about that sometimes because the world that we live in tends to be hard on those who are different. And I had an opportunity to belong to a world that invites different. Now, I'm not saying that I mull over this and beat myself up, but I do know that sometimes I look at certain times of my mothering and I wish I could have done better. And it helps me to see that now that I have this insight, I can be better. I can be better for somebody else. I can be better for my daughter. And I can definitely be better for myself. My daughter needs a certain level of care that I am more than willing to give. And I know there are other moms out there with special needs children that need a whole lot more than what my child needs. And I know how hard they are on themselves. And if some of the work goes undone, or how hard it is to actually enjoy their life because of their responsibilities, then they put it on them. The constant worry of us mothers that we go through cannot be diminished. And the putting ourselves last cannot go unnoticed. So, this is where I want to share with you how I was able to use life coaching to get me out of the cycle of feeling bad, feeling guilty, and putting myself on hold. My daughter has been able to learn to read and to be potty trained. She walks and she talks and she laughs and she has a beautiful personality. She brings out the best in me and she keeps me in line. She loves music and playing instruments. Life coaching taught me to dwell on all of these wonderful things she is. Not thinking about what she isn't or what I think she needs to be. For example, she's 23 years old and she doesn't have the mind of a 23-year-old. So like math and money and counting and driving and all that stuff. And sometimes I feel like this is just a really true blessing. Because coaching has taught me that whatever the circumstances in life, we are truly able and in charge of what we get to decide about ourselves and about those circumstances. So, the circumstances that my child has an IQ of a six-year-old and she will never leave my household. She needs me to help her shower and feed her and take care of her. But my old thoughts and feelings didn't serve me. They left me feeling terrible and sad and like a failure. I used to dwell on everything that I thought she wasn't. Now, I choose to think of all the benefits of my daughter being with me. For example, one, I don't have to worry about her out in the world spending money and spending time with boys who may hurt her or possibly get pregnant. I don't have to worry about a college fund. I don't have to worry about her spending all of my money on clothes and makeup and over-drinking or getting addicted to drugs. She's safe with me. I get to choose to think about all of her wonderful attributes that she contributes to the world. She's a helper. 
She's a doer like me. She enjoys being with others. She's a good listener, and she will always check in with me before she does something. She always tells other people, I have to ask my mom. Her heart is pure, and she is pure, and I would never trade our lives for anything. She deserves all of my hard work. She deserves my attention. She deserves every ounce of my efforts. There is no time stamp on these things. It doesn't matter if she's 23 or 83. I'm going to always continue to work hard for her. That's just what it is. And I, I want that. I choose that. I live into that. Life coaching taught me that I get to show up in any way that I choose. Am I tired some days and just don't want to do anything? Yes. But do I continue on? Yes. Why? Because the life I want my child to experience, whether she is conscious of it or not, is my privilege and my pleasure to provide for her and for me as well. I consider myself in all of this too. I deserve to have a full life. I deserve to be a hard worker. I deserve to have a comfortable life. Being a doer and a hard worker and someone who thrives and follow through and consistency is a pleasure. It's a privilege. Being able to come up with things to make my life work for me as a single mom is nothing to sneeze at. Doing this stuff as a single mom can be overwhelming at times, but it's worth it. I get to choose the life I want, and I get to choose the life that my daughter gets. I got to make it. I got to make this life. We all do. No matter the background story, no matter the abuse, the self-deprecation, we all get to decide who we want to be. And that is fantastic news. So what kind of life do you want to be living? We all get to put ourselves out there and make it work for us instead of against us. We all get to decide that no longer what we used to think and feel in our victim lives and how we showed up as a victim, we don't have to do that anymore. We all get to take control. We get to move on, forgive, and live. We get to take our power back and live into that power. When I decided to just live and raise my daughter with no more drama, I felt liberated and free. I make room for myself. I no longer put off what I want. For example, I love to travel. I will not put that off because I am a single mom with a special needs child. I don't want to take my daughter with me to travel, though. I mean, on some occasions I do, like a road trip here and there. But when I go to, like, the tropical islands or fly across country, I don't take her. Why? Because this is just for me. The experiences are specifically for me to reboot and get in tune with myself and me and myself to nurture my relationship with myself. It isn't for anyone else. I always get massages and manicures. I go to cryotherapy a few times a week. When I exercise, I do it in my bedroom with the door closed, or I do it before she wakes up. These things are for me. My daughter does not get to participate. Sometimes I take her to like get her nails done with me. She doesn't usually like it, so it's just for me. I never feel bad or guilty about this either. In life, I have found that feeling guilty and bad about things is literally a waste of emotion. And it's a waste of time. It doesn't get us anywhere. And it doesn't get anything accomplished. 
and it certainly doesn't fix anything. So why think it? Why feel it? There doesn't have to be a coulda, woulda, shoulda. There just doesn't. If you do something and you feel like you shouldn't have done that, well, then acknowledge it and move on. Or if you did, didn't do something, you feel like you should have done something, and acknowledge that and move on. There should be no room for the coulda, shoulda, wouldas that brings us down and it just doesn't serve us. So I want to encourage all of you moms out there to take time for you. Forget about the dishes. Forget about the last minute shopping. Put something on the schedule just for you. Don't be afraid of being a burden to others. Ask people for help or to hand or a helping hand with the kids for an hour or so while you do something for you. And don't think that you need to make the most of it and go do something for the household. Stay committed to your decision to do something for you, no matter what. I know you'll be tempted to do something other than something for yourself. But I'm telling you, when you do the things for you, when you decide that you're going to do something for you, and you follow through on that, on that commitment, and when you're thinking about it, I promise you, your brain is going to start to come to the acknowledgement that what you're doing is important, that what you're doing for you is important, and that what you want is important. Because I'm telling you, what you want matters. Who you are as a mother matters. But we have to have to nurture ourselves. We have to nurture our relationship with ourselves. Our relationship with ourselves is just like any other relationship we have. Just like the relationship with our children. We nurture it. We read them bedtime stories. We cuddle them. We kiss them. We tell them what a great job they're doing. Do that for yourself. I'm telling you, it'll feel great. And remember, the kids will be fine. Things always work out. There is no need to fret or to worry you. I promise. It is an absolute privilege to be a mom and to be here doing the things we are doing. And please, please, please think about that it is an absolute privilege to lead a life that you choose. Lead your life with purpose. Think about that. Choose to love yourself and to have an amazing time loving yourself. There is no need to feel bad about any of that. I love you all. I hope you are all having an amazing start to your summer. Don't forget to click on the link in the show notes for a free session with me. We can talk about this and I can show you practical ways on how to become a new version of yourself by loving yourself and showing up for yourself, but also not minimizing and not letting go of who you are as a mother. Okay, everyone, I will talk to you all soon. Bye.